need an idea? You might rock the joint. But better yet, here's what's the point. Triata is a healthcare company of a different kind. Something that's going to sound very different to you, I think, when as we get into it, partly because of the problems that it solves. Most of you know that today, healthcare is confusing at best and deceptive at worst in what it actually does and what it actually sets you up for. The opportunity to be healed may be there, but it may cost you something even though you've got coverage. Jed's going to talk to us today a little bit about what his company's doing and how it works and why it's, it's happening. So Jed, welcome to the call. Nice to talk to you. Great. Great to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how Triada, where it came from, first of all. Well, Triada is, uh, the background of Triada is that it's a Houston-based company. It's been a Triada for about five years now. Prior to that, our CEO, Barry Glenn, has been involved in other businesses that have been, what I would say, somewhat disruptive in the industry for the last 30 years. He's an innovator. And we got to the point now where Triada is offering some unique offerings, and we are going through crazy growth because of the current situation in the healthcare industry. What's different about Triada? I would say if I was to look at it from a 10,000-foot view, Triada wants to make the world better for the employees of our clients. We want to get them healthier. We want to give them incentives to get healthier. And we have a proven track record of doing that with the metrics that stand behind it. I think that is what makes us different from other voluntary benefit companies. Well, it sounds good, but you know, I think every doctor in America would say that that's exactly what they're for and what they do. We'll leave some of the news reports aside for now and the controversy that's going on with some of the current issues, but how does it work? Well, it's a loaded question, Robert, because we have a variety of different products and you know, there are voluntary benefits from gap insurance to critical illness to accident coverage, disability coverage. What we're talking about when it comes to getting employees to get healthier is through our IHRM platform. You know, it's a health reimbursement platform that genuinely incentivizes the employees to get healthier. And that is probably the biggest game changer. When we look at hard costs of what a business has to go through, not just on its healthcare insurance, but what if employees don't go to the doctor because they can't, they don't want to pay the first 2,500 or the first 3,000 of a deductible and they wait it out? What happens to their health? What happens to their health in genuine if they just don't do things like that? If they wait too long, if they know that there's a no out-of-pocket expense for them to go see that doctor. They don't have to worry about that deductible. That's huge in itself. Now, our reimbursement model and how that works is if the, if the employees participate in our model, they're going to get healthier because they're reaching out to a health coach. They're getting prescriptions filled when they need to get them. They're seeing the dentist. They're seeing a chiropractor. They are taking part in, a, in some fitness goals and getting rewarded to do it. And that's how we're making some big changes. 
you're actually giving you're you're, you're giving them incentives to take care of themselves to to maintain their health by making by removing the threat of not having the funds to be able to do it exactly and by by and by, by participating in our in our model the employees are they, they don't have to, they don't have to worry about that first if it's a 2500 or $5000 deductible they have a gap plan that takes care of that and I'll go into a minute what gap is all about the reality is um it's a big deal right now. I know other 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 how do I say it? other tools people use are HRA accounts, HSA accounts, and the issue with an uh, uh, HSA health savings account is what if you don't put enough money in it and bad things happen? You're still back back in the same place you were before as an employee, and you're you're going to have a big out of pocket. I we our our model allows an employee to go see the doctor, hand that doctor or that doctor's billing staff our gap card, and we pay that doctor. So the employee doesn't have to dig into their pocket for that first twenty five hundred, five thousand dollars of that deductible. There's another deal. thing that you avoid too in this with, with your proposal is that you're you're market based, you're operating with, with a specific client and laying it out. I had an HSA for a while, and I learned that the rules change because the government is running that program. And for the government, it feels like changing the rules. Now I've got money that I can't touch, and they've changed the rules on how I can use it. So your program sounds like it avoids that problem as well. I don't want to get into a political debate, but I, it just, I mean, this is an issue now to have Big Brother kind of running your health care. And I think a lot of people are looking to, to change that. Do you find that employers are savvy to how much money this can save them? Not at all. There, there's, there's, there's almost three to four different buckets here we can talk about how we save an employer money. And, and that's really what, a, what we need to educate the brokers to educate their clients. So when we look at a straight gap plan, what we're able to do is when it's not, it's not if, it's when the plan sponsor, which is the employer, sees a double-digit increase in their renewal, what are they going to do? What's the strategy? Well, with us, we're able to show, but by putting a gap plan in and raising that deductible and using our gap strategy to offset the cost of that raised deductible, the premium is significantly lowered to the point where even with the gap plan, they're still saving, they could be saving 10% into that renewal. So it's a, it's a huge help right there. Now, our plan is, this, it's what's called the Section 125 plan when we incentivize. And that it simply is for the employer is, you know, pre-tax dollars being used for the benefit plan. That offsets a tremendous amount of tax savings for the employer, as well as the employees. It's the it's it's that little it's that wiggle room in the tax dollars that we save, which allows the employees to take part in the incentivized model, get reimbursed, and get healthier. That sounds like you have the advantage of offering a better service, um, and by using that that pre-tax money, you've got sort of a triple advantage. By exactly, exactly, as opposed to penalizing somebody for not taking care of themselves. So you've got more carrot and less stick. 
and you know, and the other advantage to the employer, right? We're we're in a we're in a economic growth spurt where we have businesses that need employees and they need to retain employees. Well, with our model, the able employers are able to increase their HR offerings and lower their costs. So, I mean, just grab it. Just let's stick on that for a second. Increase your HR offerings and lower your cost of doing business at the same time. It's that in itself is a very powerful statement. And you didn't even talk about the tax savings by taking it on the upfront. So that's that's an advantage to everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I I know a lot of CFOs and work with them and founders, and this is the kind of thing that they are very aware of, acutely aware. Of. You know, an eight or ten percent savings doesn't sound like much, maybe to the average person, but to a business, it compounds pretty quickly. It's also going to start us. Uh, it's also going to lower the renewals in the future years as well. It's just now, just now a one-year plan. It's it's a contingency plan for the, for the years to follow as well. Right now, how in in South Florida, where 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 we are, how does this help in South Florida, Jed? Well, at any time you have a growth in your in your industry, whether it's an airline industry or any other industry, you need to retain and attract employees like any other like other any other part of the country so in, in south florida if the, if the any employer that has robust benefits that can show the employees you know that you know what a more robust plan than the competition they're going to be able to retain and attract key employees and at the end of the day they're also going to have healthier employees as well so you know one of the one of the unrealized costs is what does a business what does it cost the business when employees are out sick? Right? So it's 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 a whole range of different things that we offer. Now, to be completely transparent, there are gap products that are sold from our competitors in Florida. However, their plans aren't built like our plan is. And their plans have deductibles. So they offer a gap plan which offsets a deductible that has a deductible. So in essence, they're so in essence, their gap plan has a gap, and ours does not. It offers first dollar coverage, and we're economical, we're more cost effective, and they don't incentivize. We do. Yeah, yeah. So it so it really builds, and so where we've got a a robust economy like that, like as we do right down here in a region, that's that's going to be very very powerful. Tell me how you got into this business. Why is this of interest to you, Jed? So. A bunch of years ago, I was involved. I, I had my own family business. As you can see, I'm not a kid. Um, I had my own. I was I was running my family printing business, and needless to say, in ten, ten years ago, let's say the things started changing dramatically with more and more internet involvement in the industry, the side of the industry that we're in. I needed to sort of reinvent myself. So I looked for businesses to purchase. And just as I was looking for businesses to purchase, something happened. And it is a rather personal thing that happened, but it inspired me to get into the insurance industry. See, we had a small business. And like any other small business, you sort of rely on some key individuals in your world to give you advice. So we didn't have a financial advisor. We had our CPA. And as a result, my, my little family business leaned on that CPA for our retirement funding and our executive planning. 
Well, my dad got sick, and he was the core of our business. And he only got sicker and sicker with Parkinson's. My dad took our CPA's advice and just put money into his IRA and didn't understand the need to have critical insurance, didn't understand the need to have life insurance, didn't understand the need that as a small business, we should have key man insurance. So what happened, like a lot of small businesses, as we're going through all these changes and economic adversity, my dad passed away. Next thing I know, my mom has to sell her house because she has, doesn't have any money for retirement because my dad didn't have any life insurance. And the business didn't have any key man insurance on my dad. No critical, no critical illness, zero. But he had some money put away in his IRA, which my mother had to use for caregivers for him for his Parkinson's. So, you know, the business was sold. We moved on, and I was looking for a business to get into. And it really struck me while I was interviewing and looking for to reinvent myself when I started talking to the individual planner that I knew that was with Guardian. A lot of things started to resonate. A lot of the individual planning that can happen, and 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 here's where the here's where the like the light popped in, popped light bulb moment. As as I'm learning more and more about the insurance industry, I'm finding out that the same money that my mother and father used to put towards the, in their IRA, or the same money that we use for other things, other things in our business, could have been reallocated in a very smart way years ago, where when, the, when my dad passed away, the business would not have suffered as much as it did. And my mother would not have had to have sold her house. And we're just talking about a shift in how things happen. And that's when I had my light bulb moment. And I started getting uh, involved in, in, in the individual space. I, I worked with Guardian. I worked at National Life. I'm doing individual planning. I then got recruited over to Combined. Because there was a B2B aspect that was missing from my world, because that's where I came from. And then I realized that I don't, instead of just talking to one person at a time, now I'm able to help multiple people at a time in, in, in my enrollments for, my, for the plans that I do. So I sort of got inspired to get into this industry from, from, from pain and realizing, learning from my mistakes that other people don't have to make those mistakes. And when I take people through the process, even if they're employees and I enroll them and I explain what critical illness would do for them, how it would protect their family, how much life insurance they should have, and they're, and they're, getting, and they're meeting with an advisor for the first time and understanding what they should do for themselves, I'm able to protect a lot of people and help a lot of people. And, and that's why I'm here, basically. But what's interesting in what you say, in addition, the story is is remarkable. I, it really is. What, this company's been around for five years. You and your your parents weren't made aware of these changes. The industry has changed a lot too. Not only are you savvier, but the industry seems to have gotten savvier. The fact that that you and and your group is pushing on changing the industry speaks volumes about the opportunities for people now to be able not only to get educated and brought up to speed on what they didn't know 10 or 15 years ago, but now they've got more firepower than ever because of a program like this. And, and a beautiful thing about our, our incentivized plan is the, there's quite often when we put the package together for the employees, they're using their tax savings to get 
They have not only have gap insurance, they pick up critical illness insurance. They pick up accident coverage, disability coverage, and in some cases, even some, some additional life insurance. And their paycheck is the same. So I know we're making a huge impact in people's worlds. Yeah, it sounds like, and it sounds like. So how do, how do we get the message out to more people? Do you find that this is a word of mouth a situation for people, or do they need to be educated about the opportunities? What, 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 how does the firm reach out to people? We, we're wholesalers, so, you know, as an insurance company. So we partner with brokers to bring, to bring us forward in, to, their, to their clients. That's, what, that's the name of the game here, because if you think about it, the broker has a book of business, and then we have access to that book of business. We could go have tremendous growth from that point out. And, th and that's the idea. And we're giving the broker that extra tool, right? Because right now, brokers are leaning on HRAs, they're leaning on HSAs, and they don't know there's other tools there that they could use. So those are no, the what I'm, you know, what I'm hearing you say is that this is almost like a, a well-kept secret right now because it's, it's, it's a huge opportunity. And, and yet most major companies aren't, aren't, you know, major established hundred year old companies aren't doing this. And here we are talking about this and we need to tell more people about it. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's coming around. We believe in when I say we, I can't name names cause it's not correct, but we are picking up some major accounting and a tremendous traction with unions and other municipalities and things like that. And it's not just Florida. It's, it's a, it's a national campaign. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we, you know, I've got a, a, a little bit of a sense of, of what you've been through to get here. Yeah. I can hear your passion for, for Triada and its products. What, what's next for, for, for Jed with this? What do you see happening with Triada? As far as growth is concerned, you're talking about it, it's, you know, in 20, well, I joined the company in end of 2020, and we've tripled our staff since then. We've gone from 20 people to, uh, to 60 people, and it's just because we had to keep up with the demand. So I only see, and we've only scratched the surface. So I see tremendous growth. It's, it's, it's like being in, in catching a wave, so to speak, as, as we move forward. Because what's happening is, as you well know, Robert, companies' health insurance premiums are only going higher. The government has not been able to get a handle on this. And the employees are left suffering with higher deductible plans because the employers really don't have a choice. They, they have to keep their costs at a certain level. So we, we come in at a time when we're needed the most with what we do. Yeah. Now, is this, is this the kind of thing that, let's say an em, em, employee hears about this now, is this the kind of thing that they could take to their, to their owner, their boss, the founder of the company to share this with them? Is there a vehicle for that? No reason why they couldn't. We would have to come, it's a different kind of door to go into, you know, like we usually get brought in by a broker or we get brought in from a financial advisor who has the CEO's ear, but there's, you know, they could talk to HR about it. We're on the web. We're, 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 we are visible in that respect. And, you know, quite often when we go in from, from, a, from a direct contact with an employer, one of the first things that we're asking to do is to talk to their health insurance broker and talk to their CPA 
their CFO. We want to bring everyone to the table and explain how the whole how the whole darn thing works and have complete transparency. Like we brought us back to the CPA because the CPA is the guy that hurt you, but now you want to go back and educate them, which is the right thing. They need to be educated. When I got into the individual industry, I realized um, talking to a lot of different folks that many CPAs that service small businesses simply do not have a lot of the resources that the bigger guys have. When it comes to understanding how to depreciate real estate to a bunch of other things, a lot of them just do taxes. And that's what they know. You know, when I say taxes, meaning they come in and handle your quarterly as a business owner, and that's about it. They don't have the resources to do what some of the bigger guys do, and they need to be educated. Right. You know, there's a saying in the in the business that the CPA's job is to look backward. The CFO's job is to look forward. And and what what it sounds like we're both kind of pointing at is the need for those two to work together more closely to do both. The economics are working so fast. I have uh, other interviews about how much faster the world is going to be with a 5G-based economy and so forth. So the need to be able to collaborate together faster, more accurately with truth, is going to become more more valuable, more important. Agreed. And 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 working faster, just so you know, this, this has something to do with the subject. We seem to do quite well as a company when we work with financial advisors that are bringing forward a variety of tax strategies, not just the one that we present with our incentivized plan, because they get it and they have the ear of the business owner. And, you know, they're presenting five or six different strategies that, that help them. And well, you made a great point there, too, that if you've got tax savings and those tax savings, instead of going into somebody's pocket or being reallocated into the business, either it's a benefit or an advantage or something that's exactly. sensible to do. Exactly. Exactly. We're using dollars that would otherwise go to the government for executives to build executive benefit plans for themselves to, you know, even they want to reallocate that money and maybe they have extra funds now so they could do a match on the 401k, which they weren't able to do. So there's a whole variety of things that are happening because these incentivized dollars are there on the employer side as well. Yeah. It's all about having a conversation, not unlike this one. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I've got now a, a, a pretty good sense of Triada, what Triada does. I, I, I think your story is remarkable. I regret that it's a sad story that got you here, but I mean, sometimes those emotional charges are what, what fuel us, you know? And so my question for everybody who is a guest on this show is to wrap it together, Jed, what's the point? I got, I like to, what's the point? What's the point of Triada? What's the, What's point, the of- point? It's it's all in your lap now. Well, I could I could take that a few different ways. Like I said at the beginning of the conversation, Priada's point is to make this a better world for the employees. And my point is to help them do that. Because when, at the end of the day, I went through a, a world of pain to get where I am now. And that knowledge is, is only going to help people. And when I got into the industry, I was able to help couples and families one at a time. Now I'm helping entire businesses with employee bases. So I'm able to do more good than I ever could before. And if I have to have a point, that's my point. 
I would say that's a pretty darn good point, Jed. I appreciate it. So I'm going to thank you for being on What's the Point? Jed Regan with Triada. Thank you. And really great to have you. Great conversation, Jed. Thanks, Robert. Thanks for having me on. You've been listening to What's the Point? This podcast is hosted by Robert Bailey and produced by Skizitz McGee. The show is live from Palm Beach, where we highlight advanced strategies with living and extended benefits for CFOs, founders, and entrepreneurs. Visit upradio.live to learn more and to register for guest offerings. Whatever you do, make it great. But for now, the microphone is off. Hooray!